Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City who just loves to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. Be warned, you should be 18 and over and probably be listening with your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining me on today's mini cast. I quite honestly today wanted to take some time to just tell a story. I'm always quite the storyteller, but I feel like this story is very relevant right now because lately I have been helping several people through breakups and a little bit of self-revelation. I've actually gone through a breakup myself recently. Um, weren't together that awfully long, but, um, you know, doesn't mean that you've got to be with someone for very long to have some very strong feelings. So I've had to spend this month doing some processing while I've also been helping some clients do some processing. So it's kind of been an interesting journey to be along with them. Um, you know, I don't try to reveal too much about myself to my clients in the moment of sessions. I, I think I reveal more on my podcast and in my blogs than I really do to my clients in the moment. Um, and some of them pay attention to all that stuff, but some of them don't. So Anyway, (laughs) so, well, today's podcast is sort of about just paying attention. It's about looking forward to the future, and it's about realizing that sometimes the breakup is, is okay. Sometimes it's a good thing, and there's a lot of power to be had, even when we feel like we're sort of lost in those moments and, and like we've lost our power. So... Last weekend, I, I met a client and I went across the street to go to my car. As a woman in the city, when I hear footsteps running up behind me, my immediate reaction is like, let me turn around and make sure I'm safe right now. So I, I turned real quick and the gal running towards me realized she'd sort of startled me and she paused and was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to scare you. I just, you know, she kind of looked at her boyfriend and he realized what was going on, was kind of snickering about it. I'm like, that's okay. Just wanted to make sure all was good. And as I turned around to take my next step in the direction I was heading, I ran like straight into a fucking street sign, just right in the corner of my hairline. It still hurts. It's almost a week later and my head is still tender from it. And then I kind of bent over in, in pain and was breathing through it. She's like, oh God, oh my God, are you okay? And I just looked at her, I was like, you know... I guess that's a lesson and I need to be paying more attention to what's in front of me than what's behind me. And she just kind of snickered and I, I walked off and I'm rubbing my forehead and I'm like, I need to be paying attention to what's in front of me, not what's behind me. My mother has known my whole life that I'm always someone that runs into things. I'm always hip checking stuff or knocking things over. I've knocked glasses over and broken them that are just sitting on a table just because I walk by and my hand brushes them. I, I have bruises on me constantly because I'm hitting my elbows or I'm hitting my hips or I'm hitting my knee or shin or something. I'm always running into stuff. So I called her and I told her this story. She's like, this is the story of your life, Kristen Michelle. You just run into things. I was like, yeah, but is it also the story of my life that I need to start paying attention to what's in front of me instead of what's behind me? And she was like, yes, child. Yes, it is. So that's what I want to talk about today, about that energy. The the fact that so many of us are so focused on the past. We are so focused on the breakup. We are so focused on something that ended or a job that we left that we forget about the opportunities and and the hope and the things that are in front of us. 
I mean, how many of us out there have wallowed or cried or been depressed for weeks or months at a time at the ending of something? I mean, we think we've kind of gotten to the point where we think that's just normal, that, oh, well, they're going through a hard time. They, they, they lost somebody, somebody died, they lost their job, whatever. And, and we, give, we give people a pass. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have empathy. We certainly should. But I think that so many of us are just so willing to take those cards that we're dealt and then just put them in our back pocket. And then, you know, when something comes up or times get tough, we're like, oh, well, but look at the cards that I was dealt. Look at what happened to me. Rather than do what like a really good poker player does, which is, you know, toss three cards in and ask for, you know, three more new ones. We just hold on to that energy, that the things that we lost, and, and we're not focusing on the things that we have to gain. We're not focusing on the things that lie ahead. So, you know, as I was coaching a, a client this last week about you know, how, to, how to get moving forward from, from their break, I mean, they've done a lot of work on their own. In fact, I could see their energy had just shifted dramatically when we met this week. I mean, I sat down with them and was like, how are you? And they were like, I'm great. I'm like, I can see that. And that was exactly what they were talking about is how they were focusing on so much on what they had lost or what they weren't going to have with that person. You know, the, the moments not shared, the dances not had, the kisses, you know, that they weren't ever going to have again, that they weren't thinking about all the possibilities and all the opportunities that lie in front of them. The fact that a new love could be even better than what they'd ever had before. The fact that they could get out and have some experiences with friends and loved ones or, or a new partner that the old partner would have never wanted to participate in. You know, they are seeing the fact that, you know, the only constant is change and that to be accepting of that change and to look forward to what's coming. Shit, guys, I just realized I have a tattoo on my back that's all about that. You know, when things just kind of start coming together, sometimes you start realizing like all the stories, all the moments are lining up. So I have a tattoo on my right shoulder that is uh, cherry blossoms. And when I got this tattoo, I didn't recognize uh, the significance of it until the artist really explained it to me. He's an old friend of mine I've known since high school. Very talented tattoo artist here in town, Roman Costa. And he's like, you know, the when people get cherry blossom tattoos, the petals falling away are letting go of the past. The blooms that are open are for being in the present and the buds that are closed are for what's to come. So I guess maybe even for myself lately, I have been focused on too much of the, the petals that are falling away, the things that are, are going to be gone. And I wasn't focusing so much on, you know, what's to come. I, I've tried to be kind of in the present, you know, it's, I guess that's the transition when when you're trying to stop forgetting the past, you almost have to just become more present in the moment because it's almost too hard to, to think about what's to come. So that's that's my phase. That's my transition is really you know, helping, helping myself get used to the idea that everything's going to be all right. You know, <laughs> life is what it is. And there's we all have very little control over what happens, especially when it comes to other people. All we can do is control ourselves and control how we react to situations and move forward in a way that's positive and healthy for ourselves. We can never control other people's actions. So I guess the main point of this and talking about how to get through a breakup and focusing on the future rather than focusing on the past is, 
you know, give yourself some grace, give yourself some compassion and understand that it, it does take time to make that shift. It's almost like you've got to retreat, you know, you've got to kind of go into that hermit mode and allow your heart to heal, allow yourself time to, to analyze the situation. Uh, you know, retreat can be a very powerful thing. It doesn't have to be for very long. You don't have to do it for weeks or months at a time. And, and retreat doesn't have to be completely solo. You can reach out to friends or loved ones. I know that's something that I always rely heavily upon. I myself am an only child, so I don't really have, uh, you know, a brother or sister I can reach out to. And I love my parents, but, you know, sometimes there's things in my dating life I don't really want to talk to my parents about. So I've, I've found that group of women, especially, and I've got a few men too, uh, but women, especially who are very strong, I mean, as you can imagine, my girlfriends are super feminists because I'm like the biggest feminist in Kansas City. But I got called that recently. I don't really think I'm the biggest feminist in KC, but I'm pretty darn close. So, but I've surrounded myself with a group of women who I I love, I trust, I I like their judgment. I I know that they have my best interests at heart, and and I trust them. So, you know, if you're going through a tough time. And turning to a coach like myself isn't really what you're looking for right now. Turn to some friends. Turn to some loved ones. Find people that you really trust their judgment. Find people that you really look up to and and see if they've got some time to maybe talk, have some coffee, have a drink, whatever, and, and just listen. We all need people in our lives that can listen when we're having a tough time. No one, no one ever should go at this alone. I mean, even for myself as a coach, like, I'm the one that's out there helping people with their love lives, but that doesn't mean that I don't need help with my love life sometime too, or that I don't need to just talk to somebody to vent about a situation and get some, you know, an outside perspective. I guess there's a little bit of that element of making sure you're not crazy, you know, like, am I crazy or blah, blah. Uh, you know, I've definitely asked that question in the last couple of weeks. I have come to the sound conclusion that no, I'm not crazy, even though I'm sitting in a room talking to myself just technically talking to you guys, but sometimes it feels a little crazy. <laughs> Ultimately, the best thing about talking to somebody is I don't feel so alone. You know, that's, that's really what going and talking to a coach or a therapist is about, is so we don't feel quite so alone in this universe, or we don't feel quite so alone in our thoughts or our fears. We need somebody to give us those words of affirmation to help us work through stuff. Or we do need someone to shake us out of it and say like, hey, you know, this, this is self-defeating. You're not getting yourself anywhere thinking this way. It's time to change up your thoughts. Let's, let's shift your perspective here. How can we do that? I find that people that are constantly focused on the past, it's not, it's not that they're bad people. They just haven't learned the tools. They haven't learned how to be hopeful. Hope is very powerful. Hope is what gets a lot of people through the day, honestly. If you've read my website, you've read some of my blogs, you've seen me say that music is very, very important to me. I think that music is one of those things that can help people get through pretty much anything in life. I have so many playlists on my Spotify. Uh, and one of them is my Don't Panic. I love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But the first song on that is Three Little Birds. I mean, that's... That song has got me through so many tough times in life. Uh, it, it's just one of those songs that has always come up in my life when things were tough. Um, it's a song I have always connected with because I felt like I always heard it when I needed to hear it. 
and it's it's what I designed my logo after. Um, Three Little Birds, because I wanted everyone to feel like it was going to be okay when they looked at my card. And when, when times are tough, that, that is my mantra. You know, and, then, and I guess really that is all about looking ahead. It is about paying attention to what's in front of me instead of what's behind me. Because it is, don't worry about a thing because every little thing is going to be all right. We forget that. We forget that, you know, we, we look so much at our past and we look at those things and we think that that's, that's just how it is. That's how it was. That's how it will be. We are terrible at predicting the future as human beings. In fact, that's why, like, when we look at longitudinal studies about change and how people change over time. If you interview someone at 30, they think that they've done a tremendous amount of growth in the past decade, but they are who they are. And when you interview them again in 10 years, they're not going to have changed much. Well, go back to that person when they're 40 and they'll say, yes, I did a tremendous amount of change and growth in the past decade, but I am who I am and I'm not gonna change anymore. And it kept going on and on in this study where they found that they always said they did not think that they were going to change after this, but lo and behold, 10 years later, that longitudinal study, they found that yes, they had changed, but they were bad at, they were really, really good at reflecting upon change, but they were really, really bad at predicting future change. And it's because there are so many possibilities. So it's easier for us as human beings to say, I am who I am than to even begin to fathom all the possibilities of, of how they will change. Plus, change can also mean that you're giving something up right now that you like or that you enjoy. And we don't want to imagine giving up the things that we like and enjoy or the things that, that bring us peace. You know, we may lose those things and then we have to experience some sort of growth. So yeah, in one of my previous mini casts, I gave my top tips for getting over a breakup or, or I guess it was um, how to get back out there with dating after a long-term relationship. So I suppose this mini cast is just more about how to get your mind right in the first place to even be ready for that. You know, how do you move past the past? How, how do you forget or how do you at least, I don't know, compartmentalize or just store those things away to prevent them from having such a heavy influence or being such a burden in the present? I mean, that's what stops us from really embracing happiness right now in the present, right, is, is still holding on to the past or wishing for a different outcome, um, praying for something that's just never going to happen, stuff like that. Happiness is about right now. I can't tell you how many clients I have talked to about how if you continue to just kick the can of happiness down the street, you're just going to, you're never ever going to quite get to it. Or every time you touch it, you kick it away from you because you think, you don't deserve it yet, or you can't have it until you have something. You can't have it until you have a spouse. You can't have it until you have kids, or until you own a home, or until you've sold your business for a million dollars, or until you have... There's always a, a something else for a lot of people where they think that I will be happy when. But then happiness never comes. Because if, if that bar is always moving, if that line is always moving, there's nothing to ever be achieved or attained. You know, it's got to be about now. It's got to be about being in the present. It's got to be about choosing your happiness every single moment. And I think a big part of that is about not paying attention to what's behind you, but rather what's in front of you. 
And since we're not good predictors of what's going to happen in the future and we can't read what's going to happen tomorrow, the only assessment of what's in front of us is about what's presently there. Who is presently here? What is presently here? What space do we find ourselves in? And if we're not happy today in those current things, it's time to make changes. Find a new space that brings you put joy. <laughs> Rearrange your space. Rearrange your friends list or your friends not bringing anything positive to your life right now. Or could you just make some shifts and spend more time with people who you find are happy people? Like attracts like, right? If you're feeling miserable lately, maybe you've been surrounding yourself with some things that attribute to that feeling of being miserable. If you're feeling stressed out right now, maybe you've been surrounding yourself with things that stress you out and it's time to either reduce your workload, make some shifts, um, find some support, um, talk to somebody about how to make the situation more tenable, whatever it may be, it's time to make some shifts. Whatever you do, stop being like me. I mean, hey, I'm only five foot five. There's no fucking street sign in the world that should be low enough to the ground that I run into it, but I did. I think about sometimes how so many things happen in my life that I feel like are signs. You know, they are just, okay, literally this sign was a sign. Yes. Okay. But you know what I mean? We're just things occur that are just supposed to stop you dead in your tracks and make you say, I am where I am. I was supposed to learn this lesson. I was supposed to see this thing. These words were supposed to come out of my mouth. I mean, it wasn't just like I walked away from the situation analyzing it and my analogy I walked away with was pay attention to what's in front of you, not what's behind you. Those words came out of my mouth at the moment. And they've stuck with me ever since. It is sort of funny finding myself in uh, the same energy space oftentimes as uh, a lot of my clients and that often the things that I'm helping them through is, is the thing that I'm working through too. That sort of makes me feel a little more connected to them though. It makes me feel like, hey, if, if, if I can do this, you can do this. And if you can do this, I can do this. It's just all of us being here, supporting one another. And, and yeah, oftentimes when I'm, I'm saying things to them that they say are helpful, it's, it's almost like I'm sort of like I'm coaching myself in that moment too, because I'm telling myself things like everything's going to be all right. I'm telling them things like, you know, happiness is about living in the now. I'm telling them things like, you know what? Your person is out there. All you can do, all you can do is show up and be yourself. I think you all know I'm a big fan of Brene Brown too. She's amazing. She's so fucking amazing. If you've not seen her Netflix special, you need to go watch her Netflix special right now, for real. But, you know, she talks about how vulnerability is about showing up and being yourself. And you don't know what the result is going to be. You don't know what the outcome of being yourself with folks is going to be. Those people may accept you. They may reject you. But you know what? It doesn't matter. The fact that you showed up and you were 100% yourself is all that matters. Because being, being anybody else is just too much work. It really is. There's no sense in showing up and trying to be something that you authentically are not at your core. It's 
too hard of a charade to keep up. It's too much work to be fake. And when you are 100% genuinely, authentically you, that's freeing. There is power in that. And you will find people that love and accept you just as you are. For real. It's the charade. It's the fakeness that drives people away. It's the authenticity. It's the genuineness that pulls people in. Because your light shines when you're authentic. And quite honestly, if people reject you for being you, they just aren't your people. They just aren't the ones that you need to keep around. Whether it's your friends, your family, a loved one, it doesn't matter. When you are you, unabashedly, completely authentically you, you will draw in people because your energy will shine differently and you will find that you are attracting people that you really enjoy and that you probably can't live without. So if you've been struggling with dealing with the past, if you've been struggling with being yourself, I would encourage you to either reach out to me, keep listening to my podcast, read some of my blogs, do something, but read some Brene Brown. I can send you some resources or tell you can read through all my stuff and I'm sure I've dropped uh, hints of, of who some of my people I admire are. Get you some Maya Angelou in your life. Good God, I have... Uh, so many poems by her up in my apartment or quotes by her and phenomenal woman is on my closet door and i read that almost every single morning comparison is something i have often struggled with you know um always think that there's someone prettier stronger smarter whatever out there compared to me and sure absolutely they are definitely more beautiful women they're definitely women out there who have more fortitude or physical strength than I do and there are definitely women out there who have a higher IQ that's fine I I am who I am and I'll find that person that does not give a shit that there's somebody out there that's prettier stronger smarter because they'll think that I'm just so damn fabulous that none of those other people matter so and I will think the same about them so for any of you out there who are struggling with with that Just keep that in mind. Your person is out there, or your people are out there. No judgment against my poly peeps. Just keep keep shining your light, keep being yourself, keep being authentic, and keep looking ahead. Start paying attention to what's in front of you, not what's behind you. Thanks for indulging me in my little rant today, just talking about this stuff. I'm like I said, I'm a storyteller. I like just telling stories. So thanks for indulging me today. Thanks for listening to keep them coming with open the doors coaching. You can find me on Facebook at open the doors coaching Twitter and Instagram at open the doors KC. And you can check out my show notes for links to things that I mentioned during the episode. Of course, I'd love it if you would rate subscribe and share this podcast. You can also visit my website, openthedoorscoaching.com if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can also subscribe to the Dirty Bird email newsletter for more tips from me. Until next time.